Hey y'all, this is the legendary Sonny G, Sonny with a O, not a U. And this is your boy Sterling Moody. And we are F a Podcast. F a Podcast. And thank you for listening to us. You can tune in every weeknight, 9 p.m. on Beat Break Radio. Beat Break Radio, yes. So make sure you tune in to F a Podcast, a real N-word podcast where we talk about real N-word stuff. That's it. So make sure y'all tune in. F a Podcast. F a Podcast. Hey, uh, all right, well. Welcome back to another fine broadcast of Effa Podcast. Effa Podcast. I am the legendary Sonny G. And I'm your boy Sterling Moody. And uh, real quick, we just want to shout out um, Blinged Out Cuties. That's that's my girlfriend's company. It's also the person who made the swell hat that I'm wearing. It's a very dope um, hat. Naturally she, dope hat. She makes custom jewelry, custom hats, custom shirts, custom tumblers, custom... Um, Rolling trays, all kinds yes. of stuff. Um, so look at you know, blinged out cuties, you know everything. She's not sponsoring the show or anything. I just nah. feel like because um, she just make I, dope stuff for us. Yeah, you know. So show my baby some love. But um, today's topic is. And first off, black man, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, black man? Um, the fact that you asked is is wonderful. I appreciate. It. Now, if I actually yeah. um, told you how I was doing, I don't know if we still be friends, but. That's how it goes, man. You know, like it's weird because, like, uh, as a black man, you know, no one ever checks on you, no, ever. And then uh, everyone is always expecting you to go, like, man, how you day going? Oh man, it's going all right. It's fine. But you, like, you ever hear somebody like you say, how you day going? Man, my day is horrible, dog. My, my dog died. My girl done left me. And the first thing they do is, oh man, that's crazy. That's it. That's it. That's you the most get, support oh, man, you get. Damn, for real, that's crazy. Uh huh. Like that's the I hate that sentence, but I say it all the time. Because that's crazy. And well, because it is crazy. So as black men, we have been conditioned when it comes to feelings and everything. First off, black men's number one fear when it comes to feelings is being perceived as soft on yeah. any level whatsoever. Like that's why we we have such a shield up against so much stuff. It's so much stuff that black men don't feel like we can do because that'll lower the shield on what makes us soft. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like. Dudes would go from in their teens dancing every time they went to the skating rink and when they went to the club and everything, and then they get to a certain age, they I don't dance no more. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah. You know, that's not nobody's gonna think any less of a man of you because you decide to express that this song you know makes you feel a certain way. But we've been conditioned to feel like see showing that kind of joy in public is going like black men are see. supposed to be happy outwardly. That's something nah, we get yeah. taught. We get taught that black men aren't supposed to be happy outwardly. Like you, like man, I'm having a good day. You supposed to be happy, and then you gotta tuck that happy inside and and put on a snarl, or you know, you gotta frown real quick. Like I sit down, I got a bunch of homies in the comedy game, especially ones you know mm-hmm. that you sit down and you talk to them, and they're like, man, that's soft. And you're like, why are we mugging at a comedy show? Right. We supposed to laugh, at least laugh at each other. Like I like you would never hear. A more depressing sound than a black man at a comedy show supporting his partner, and they both comedians. And he go, "That's funny." <laughs> that's funny. And the, because that's they all, won't even laugh. Yeah, they won't laugh at all. Like that's the most feedback you're gonna get. You on stage hearing crickets, you think you bombing, and everybody in the crowd just that's funny. I like that. That's funny. Well, that's, that's like that joke I got. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how much black people like something, sometimes the most you're going to get is. That's it. Yeah. That they was... just let a little laugh out the nose. You can't even can't even part the lips with it. Bro, I, I drove. I, I put gas in my car. 
I had to convince them that I'm supposed to be on stage tonight because they didn't have me on the list, even though they booked me. Boy. And I'm all on the flyer. You go, I'm on the flyer. <laughs> you paid can't, a cover charge. I can't even get in. <laughs> and you mean to tell me that all I get for my troubles is. Mm-hmm. How you going to hate from outside the club? You can't even get laughed. Open your mouth. Show some back teeth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But black, yeah. black men have, have, unfortunately, like you we, said, we joy. That's why that's the it. whole black boy joy hashtag is such a, a huge deal in the Twitter community because black boys, from, from boyhood, from the time we're little boys, we have to contain ourselves all the time. Like, we can't be too, we, we can't be too angry. We can't be too happy. Like, we can't be too anything. We have to hold all of that in. If we have a problem, we have to... to Push it down. We have to, you know, we have to do like the trash and ghetto mm-hmm. homes. Just we can't afford bags all the time, so you're gonna have to push stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff. What you don't is know it? is you breaking the hell out of that bag. That bag is gonna bust. It's, everything gonna come through. You keep doing that, and that's what we've been taught to do with emotions. And I feel like as black men, we need to come to a, a new understanding with emotions that it doesn't make you any less of a man to have them, to express them, to to need to talk about them, to need to do something about them. It does not make us any less of of anything so you you remember when you first met me uh and i smiled everywhere like i don't know what like maybe life just got me but and you, you can tell that wasn't like a i'm happy smile that's like a am holding it together smile bruh yeah i, I remember I that just smile it was, it was creepy and everybody was like you know it's creepy for a grown man <laughs> to be smiling all the time and i was like i like smiling like I, it make because i was one of the people i literally was one of the people like i'm gonna smile till i feel better right and i didn't feel good all the time and people be like, hey, Sterling, a little throat off. And I was like, hey, but I'm smiling through it. And my mama taught me, like, you smile through it. And now that I'm a dad, I watch my son smile. And that's a real smile. Oh, yeah. And I smile back. Genuine. That's a real genuine smile. Like, if you ain't never seen my son and I post a picture one day, you know, I'm probably going to uh, shoot a video on Instagram and y'all can follow me at us, at Sterling Moody. And you see a picture of my son later on. But, um. I love my son, man, and he smiles, and it's so wild because, like, I watch my mom used to, you know, treat me like I was supposed to be happy. Uh-huh. And I sit down, I look at my son, I'm like, son, you're supposed to be happy, you know. But I would do anything I could in the world to keep his smile going mm-hmm. because that's that's so that's so fine to me. And then I sit down, I, I think about him just growing up smiling, and and, and 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 I know that's not something people think about. Like, oh, I mean, you think about your kids smiling? Yeah, because... Think of all the little black kids, you know, there's 12 mm-hmm. and don't smile. Mm-hmm. A little black kid get 12, he can't smile no more. He's a grown man. We When your, when a black boy is 12, we, we assume he's a grown man. Even the, the police see you as a grown man, but we as each other treat them like they're grown man. This like boy is a child, and we treat him like he's a grown man. Why are you out here laughing? Why are you playing? Why you Stop playing. Right, stop playing so much. Yeah, that's not something you play, – playing is a sign of joy. You know what I'm saying? Like we – black people are the only people that I know – that are like, why are you happy? Right. And I've what heard do you that, have to be so happy about? I've heard that from people. Why you out here smiling? Why you happy? Right. So because I used to, I used to. Just what are you happy. up to? That's that's what gets uh, me when people ask you. You say see you smiling. What are you up to? Uh-huh. Like I have to be up to I gotta something. Be, I got to be doing something wrong to be smiling. But I'm over here enjoying my life. I'm I'm thankful that I'm awake. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting up here like, man, I can't believe I woke up today. This is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about. You know, especially when you wake up, you, you know, you with old people. I, I you know, my mom uh had me around my grandma a lot. My mom raised me, yeah, but my grand my family was real tight knit. So I was around my entire family. Mm-hmm. You know, um and a lot of us lived on the same street cuz we on the property on the same street. So I always saw people and everybody was just tell, you know, basically treated me like, "Hey, when you grow up, 
you gonna you gonna be a man and you're not gonna smile no more. Smile now. You know what I'm saying? So I, as many as many opportunities I get to make a, a young black man smile, I will. If I if that's just telling him, hey man, you look good today. Right. Like black men are so afraid to be gay. We right. can't even tell each other, hey bro, you killing that outfit, bro. Thank you. That's the thing. We gotta we gotta find a way to say it. That's the thing. Like, like, like you get like it like pardon this language, but everybody knows this for, man, you get hoes. Right. I hate that. And I say it all the time. Because it's the only way I can sit down and tell another man, hey, bro, you look good today. Or, 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 or I'm trying to be like you. That's, that's the it. biggest compliment you can give a black man. I'm, I'm just, trying to I'm be like you. I'm trying to get like you when I get bro. older. And, but that's the thing. A lot of people sit down and they say that and they think you're playing. Bro, when I tell somebody I want to be like them, I mean it. It don't mean that's I want to be That's the highest form of sincerity that I yo, can give you because I don't know how you perceive anything else. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't telling you, like, I'm trying to, I ain't trying to be in your shadow. I ain't trying to be you per se. But I want to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to be like. Oh, I see he out there. He living his best life. I would like to live my best life, too. And that that's what's so wild about toxic black masculinity, which I feel like is different than others. Because what's it's it not. Now? I don't think that it's necessarily toxic. I don't think toxic is the right it's word not to put toxic. on it. Because it's not. Toxic is like something that is. Destroys is, and de- degrades. Not even that. It, it, when I think when people say toxic masculinity, it feels like that's something that learned, they learned. And then now they feel like that's what I'm pushing out to the rest of the world. When you're black. It's kind of the only behavior that's accepted. That's it. It's that's not. It's it. so. It's. I don't feel it's like it's culture. Yeah, like it's the only. And and like you were saying, with us being so afraid of being gay and them being the only two compliments that you can even really give somebody. Like women, when women want to compliment each other, they can go all out. They can call it. They can. They can even go so far as to make it seem like they're actually attracted to each Boy. other, just to say, "I feel like you look good." Women will say stuff like, "I would sleep with her." Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, you know, girl, I take you back. You know what I'm saying? And all that. A dude could never say, "If I was a girl, I'd give him some." Because everybody gonna be like, oh, he want to be a girl. It's like, nah, man. I'm just saying, like, if he, you know, like he probably, you know, if 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 there was a girl out, he probably could get her. Like matter of fact, you know, a chick, you know, a chick could come around and be like, if if she was a dude, I'd do blah, this. Blah, blah, blah. I'd, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if a dude can't say that, dude can't be like, oh, dude, dudes can never say that, man, because it's so weird. Because like, I sit down, you know, like I'm a big dude, mm-hmm. and if I see a big dude who's got swag. I, you know, that, that that's something big dudes do. Big dudes will be like, hey, bro, I like that shirt. Right. Where did you get that shirt? Oh, yeah. We're, that's the only time you see two black men sit down and be like, hey, man, uh, like, I like your clothes. I'm not being homosexual. It's very rare. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to, like, you got to follow it up with. Where did you get that? Right, you get like you got to make it seem I like you trying uh, to get it yourself. Yeah. you know, what I'm just to I, say it looks good. I might see a dude in a shirt and I be like, that shirt is fine. I don't want to wear that shirt. And he might be just killing the hell out of that shirt. But I can't never mention it. You it's know even, what I'm saying? It's even worse when it's like, so if I see somebody who I know is working out, like our friend, our, our mutual Boy, friend Evan. We got a homeboy named Evan Smith who is, he he started off fat like me. Like three. He was he was in the threes for real. And and Evan, uh, he was weak. He could not lift weights. We, went, we used to go to the gym trying to get in shape. And he would struggle under lightweight. And if he, I want y'all to go follow him. His, uh, his Instagram name is Finally Fit Finally Ev. Fit Ev. Yeah, Finally Fit Ev uh, with underscores instead of uh, spaces. Finally Fit Ev. But the dope thing about Evan is that... He stuck to it. Yeah. like, And, and, and his, his determination, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, his progress. But the thing is, so when I look at his pictures and I want to say, like, you look... This is how I compliment Evan. I go, all right, skinny. 
Like that's mm-hmm. you know I, I the, the most I can say is that hey I recognize that you were bigger and you've lost weight so I got to go to the extreme of calling you skinny. I can't I, you know what I'm saying? I kind of want to be like damn bro you 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 look good but now, see, I can't do that without it being a I'm even pretty sure now even people are going to leave comments under this time about something you can't. Like, now, see bro. this thing and <laughs> you you know me you know I'm extremely secure in my masculinity because I'm so big that I'm I'm more worried about being a threat. Right, appearing to be gay. Right, you know what I'm saying. So I, I say some stuff. People like that's gay. I'm like, it's not gay because I ain't gay. That's how I feel about it. The only thing that makes you gay is sleeping with men. Sleep with. I post about that on Facebook. I'm like, you know what's really gay? Sleeping with a man as a man. Like nothing else you do. I don't care what you do in your bedroom with this lady. Is she a lady? Right. Then, then it might be weird. What's what's really like? And weird is subjective. It's just weird. It's just what you're not comfortable with. But on. Speaking of on Evan, uh huh. When I see Evan on on Facebook, I'm like, bro, you are killing this man. I I got I, I straight give him high praise because he was somebody that I sat down and I knew would never uh want to want to devote the time to being in shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I he was one of the people who I thought was like me, who was I'm a workout till I get to kind of okay. I lose twenty pounds. I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Evan has been working out for a year. He has lost a whole Evan. He went from being this doughy kid to looking like an action figure. Man. And he is crushing it. He, he went, went a 1230. He went from looking like, okay, so I hate to make these assessments about people, but like just snap judgment. When I first seen Evan, I was like, oh, yeah, he got picked on in high school. For real. Yeah, they, they definitely gave him wedgies and stuff. For real. Now looking at him, I think to myself, he's probably going to go back and get revenge on those kids. Oh, for real? He's going to steal the girl? I, I, I feel, yeah. Like, he's he's going to go and pull up in, in a Lamborghini mm-hmm. and hop out and, like, have an open sh- open chest shirt and yeah. then, like, all of the girlfriends of the dudes who picked him picked with him in high school are just going to come gather just around. Fly, yeah. Fly like like birds. Like, I sit down, I look at the dude. Like, see, and that's a compliment that I can give him yeah. and not feel like people are going to judge. But if, again, if I'm just like, you look good. It's like, what is this going on? Is- bro, I straight walk up and bro, you look so good, dog. I'm so proud. Like I, I straight like a black parent right. at a graduation. I swear, cause like, like I, I know where he came from. Right. And when I lose weight, people gonna be like, why you lose weight? Like why you lost weight? I'm gonna be like my son, and I saw my partner do it, and he proved to me that he could do it. Cause when I'm, I mean, if you guys met Evan, he was not in shape, in the least bit. He was one of the people who you you look at and you like. You've never lifted weight nor played a sport your entire life, and I don't me, know. Evan, Evan kind of appeared to me like if I if if I never had a conversation with Evan, if most of our conversations didn't sound like Pokemon, did you? Uh, oh, like Dungeons and Dragons and everything. Like he is peak banner. I would have assumed that he may possibly have been a halfback. Maybe, possibly. maybe, maybe in Pee Wee. Because you know, like he was not in shape, and I was I was not in shape either. You know what I'm saying? And it was a point when I was going to the gym, I was lifting weights and everything, and I was like, man, I'm, you know, I took Evan with me to the gym. He used to come with me to the gym so that I could help him lift weights. Uh huh. And I fell off, and he jumped on it. Yep. And and we talking about me and Evan used to we used to diet and stuff, and we we lose weight every summer. I lose 100 pounds, like straight up religiously. Every summer I lose 100 pounds, and I did it because it was hot. You know what I'm saying? You out more. You mm-hmm. don't spend money. You go out. You know, you have fun. We were drinking more instead of eating. And, and he don't drink, so I'm drinking for both of us. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I got a designated driver. And one day, Evan just was like, I'm going to the gym. 
with the, we had a friend named Mike. Uh, his name is Pac Man, um, uh, but his real name is Mike Cherry. And Mike said, I used to work out with Mike before Mike was a personal trainer. We worked out at the school together. And I said, hey, man, um, you ever thought about being a personal trainer? He was like, that's what I'm going to do. He said, I want to I want to find a way to train all my friends and get us in shape. And so I said, okay. And then I, uh, I introduced Mike to Evan, not even on some work workout stuff. We were just hanging out. We mm-hmm. all going to go see, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Iron Man 3. And that day, Mike decided he wanted to be a personal trainer. Evan decided he wanted to lose weight. I decided I want to do stand-up. This is back in 2014. And it took it might have taken us all a while to get in. But I started doing stand up. Mike's did personal well. trainer. Mike's and personal Evan's, trainer. And Evan is Evan's swole. super swole. And sometimes you need your friends to have your back. And as and black men don't do that. We well, don't. no, no, no. We uh, do. But it's, it's, it's not that it's, we don't. It's Again, it's that we've been conditioned this whole time that it's very structured how we, you know what I'm saying? We we can't just be outright with it. We can't you just have to anything. prove in a certain way. Yeah, it has to, it has to be society. You know what? I'm going to make this pledge right now. Mm-hmm. When you. Lose weight and you mm-hmm. get to your goal. Where you, I'm gonna call you sexy in public. Thank you, bro. You know what thank I'm you. saying? Because thank you. And, and you know what I'm saying? I've I've been in my relationship for three years. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got a whole kid. You know what I'm saying? I've never once I've, looked at a guy and went. Mm. So I've never I've, thought I've never thought you wanted to sleep with me. And and I feel like that we partners. You know what I'm saying? Like so we, when we when are. You, when you get down there, you know just saying? wait. Just wait for it. I'm. It's gonna be a crowd of people. It's gonna be a crowd of other black men yeah. too. And I'm gonna be like, "Hey, sexy." And motherfuckers gonna. They gonna lose their mind. Like, oh my god, he's that. Nah, bro. I feel like we should be able to express, yeah. even if because women get to exaggerate. That's what I'm saying. Women get to exaggerate. They, they can call each other. Women. They, women gas up their most basic friend. To mm-hmm. where you go out to the club and you like, well, I see all these tens, but I'm about to shoot at this foe. And that foe has been gassed up to be an 11 by her friends. Yes. To the point where she going to shut you down and you know you at least a 7. And then, hold up. Her shutting you down is going to make you question your number system. Bro, you you like, gonna, hold on. Did this foe just make me feel like a 2? Hold on. Bro, you going to go home. That's why, that's why I only holler at 10s. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm in a relationship now. But before that, I only holler at 10s. And I'm going to tell you why I only holler at 10s. One, everybody don't holler at them. Two... If I get shot down by a 10, I'm a 9. And that's it. So I know I'm a 9 because I only holler at 10s. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I if I go out and I'm like, man, the 10 just shut me down. So I guess I'm only hollering at 9. Nah, I'm still only hollering at 10s because I don't want to go lower than a 9 on my own scale. I never, you know what? I never had that confidence. My homeboy used to say that when I was in the military. He used to say, he said, I, on, I only talk to the baddest, the flyest. Because the thing is, if I'm first off, if I'm going to get rejected, it's going to be a, a, by somebody oh, who boy. I... I feel like it's worthy of rejecting me, not even or, or you know somebody who I'm like, okay, well that didn't go well, but it's not I'm not lowering my standards and still risking rejection. Like that's just gonna make me feel like less right. of, of a person. But then he was like, but also I uh, you know like you said they don't get talked to, so they don't have the self esteem that they looks had. They looks look like I bet you everybody talked to them, but their yeah. actual self esteem isn't like that. Or they may have once been big and gotten small, and now they find they wasn't fine all their life. This Atlanta, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Don't come down here thinking she been fine her whole life because uh, it, she, was, she probably wasn't fine just two weeks ago. No, she bought that. She <laughs> bought that and trained that up because uh, I'm gonna tell you for real. If you in the club. And you dancing with a girl and you feel that little bulletproof vest under her body. That's a waist trainer. When you get her home, it's not the same person. It's not. That's and they, and they, it don't just train the waist no more. It train the waist the and hips, the, thighs the thighs and hips. And they got the butt cheeks cut out. So it's gonna you can be like, oh, man, her body tight and her butt loose and jig. No, nah, the rest of her body is the same consistency as her butt. 
And we, it is it is about four inches wider than you think it is. We're gonna talk about that on another show because I like all the dudes who like super fantasize over Instagram models. It's and not real. Once you meet I've I have We've met, met a lot. so many Instagram models who when they're in relaxed mode, it's like you are a completely different person. Yes. This is it's almost like Steve Urkel's uh machine on Family Matters. It's like she stepped in like this and when she stepped out she was uh, a cover of vogue yeah like yeah like it's it's man okay so but 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 back to the to the to the topic though um so another thing with with black men and emotions mm-hmm. i think we need to stop being afraid of actually getting professional help we we have oh to. yeah be, be, again we've been taught so long that one for some reason it makes us look weaker than it looks everybody else all of the other you know races and cultures mm-hmm. they can go to therapy and i went to therapy nobody looks at them i've i've i go to therapy i was i'm gonna tell you i was suicidal and not not like that play play i mean like for real like uh from 19 to 25 uh i well i'm say from 19 to 23 because around 25 my life started doing a little better but from 19 to 23 i like my whole goal was okay well i use my birthday as a marker mm-hmm and I was like, I'm gonna pop myself on my birthday every year. And I, from night, so my mom found out one day, um, I had written a suicide letter that I, did, I didn't want nobody to find. Mm-hmm. I had just written it to see what I would feel like when I got it out on paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom found it. And that that same year, she had bought me tickets to the gun range. Mm-hmm. And she ended up not being able to give them to me because she knew I was gonna drop myself. Right. And so I went and I ended up going to counseling um, later on. Like and I, for the longest time, I was just like dealing with it, and it would just get worse and worse. And ain't like everybody think like suicide is like gonna be like a real oh man, he just depressed, he said. Nah, I got real happy because I knew it was over with soon. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting real like if like that's thing you can't. Just, you was looking forward to the day. Mm-hmm, I was, and I mean I was hella positive because I was like, ain't nothing, like whatever happened right now ain't gonna happen in a minute because right. I'm gone. Everything's you know what I'm gonna like, be over. With. It's gonna be over with. And so that's the thing you sit down and you think like, well, he always smiled, he always happy. No, the happiest people, Robin Williams committed suicide, and everybody, nobody saw nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thought it was great. And you sit down and, you, and like it. So I, it, it got to the point when I would be mad at other people who attempted suicide because mm-hmm. I was like, you, you a punk. You should have just did the it. Job, you yeah. couldn't do it. You was just looking I know for a, attention. I know a lady who shot herself in the head. And the first bullet didn't kill her. It passed, she, she got passed out. And she woke up and finished. And from that point on, I was like, that's how you do it. And, I mean, like, it's it's, it's real messed up to be super gung-ho about suicide. That is. That's, but, that's incredibly messed up. Yeah. But when you're going through it, that's what, that's you know. You, it it you, seems normal. It, yeah. Because, you know, I was, I was sitting down and I researched ways to kill myself. And, I, I like, you know, you're doing it because you're just thinking, like, this is going to be the only way out. This is the only way out. It's going to get better. And you start sitting down and getting positive about dying. And then I got to the point when I was like, I want to live mm-hmm. more than I want to die. The thing that made me. And my sister, no. The thing that made me want to live was my sister had a kid. Uh, his name was Sebastian. That's my nephew. That's my dog. And when he, I was, I was gonna kill myself. And it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like it was just one major thing. It was just enough going on. And I was like, I don't have to play this game. I can take my, I can take my ball and go home. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people look at that and they, you know they like to talk about suicide is so taboo. That's why people are doing it. That's why people. That's why people that's, don't yeah. do it. That's the you know what I'm saying? Like like nobody talks about it, but everybody's killing themselves. Right. And they're not killing themselves the way you think. Uh, many many drunk driving accidents 
are suicide. Yep. That's that's uh, one of the number one ways people commit suicide. They get hammered and go drive. It's not even and, just that. It's it's the self medicating yourself with, yeah. with with stuff overdose. Like a lot of a lot of accidental overdoses are really the person trying to deal with the emotions, not knowing that they, you know, yeah. they their tolerance for dealing with their emotions is a lot lower than their tolerance for actually, yeah, um, handling dealing with, yeah. It. yeah. And it took me a while to be able to, you know, be like, this is what I'm dealing with. And I was like, I remember, I, uh, so I, you know, I got my stories where I'm like, I was in the hood, I was selling stuff. I was hanging with dudes who I knew were gonna be in shootouts, who I knew were gonna probably shoot somebody. And I knew somebody was gonna shoot back at us because I was hoping I'd catch one. And I know, I I know a couple of of cats like that who mm-hmm. like they were. It's crazy watching somebody escalate from like being more and more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you sitting there thinking to yourself like they stupid. They ain't got no regard for. Nah, that's the goal. They they yeah. They I hoping had, somebody takes them out. I was looking for the most dangerous dudes I could kick with, and kicking it with them made me go, oh man, I want to live. You know what I'm saying? But I, it was a point I was like. We about to go over here. We know they gonna shoot at us. I can't wait to get over here. And then I one day I looked up and my sister had my nephew. And it was um it was weird because I looked at him and I was like, This is a kid who don't know nothing about this. Mm-hmm. He don't know no stress. And so my 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 life went from being, okay, well you living to get yours over with to you living to make sure he lives his to the fullest. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they said, like, you're not supposed to live through other people. But that's what kept me here for a year. And then once I saw him just prospering, I was like, hey, it ain't that bad. And I kept I kept going, I kept going. And I talked to my homeboys. And when I sat down, I talked to my partners. I didn't talk. Like, I, I, I went to council with a white woman, and I felt like she didn't understand me. Mm-hmm. But talking to my homeboys – about stuff that no one ever talks about. Like, hey, man, you ever thought about killing yourself? That's a discussion we need to have with our partners. Like, hey, yeah. man, have you ever thought about killing yourself? Is this something you ever, like, you feel are like you, you're going to Are you okay? Are you, are you okay? It, can, it, can, it really starts with are you okay and meaning. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, let the person needs to know that you are sincere and genuinely concerned. Because, yeah. again, we've been conditioned to just respond respond fine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm fine. Like, I'm I'm, you know, we, we just we just fine. Because nobody wants to hear our problems. And let's be real. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. If somebody actually, that, that's why I don't believe people should even say that if they don't mean it i don't think you should just say how are you doing in passing like people do because i may not be doing well and i may need to express that i'm Mm -hmm. not doing well but if the average person's like oh bro you could have just said fine and kept moving no you if you ask me how i'm doing i need to tell you how i'm doing and black men need to one so we need to ask but we also need to know on the other end of asking that that it is a genuine you know requests for do you need to talk do you need somebody to confide in or you know what yeah. i'm saying hey we shouldn't even be afraid to hug each other I, that's how no nah, you know, you know a, i'm a hugger a woman can be like i just need a hug and ever all of the people around men and women will converge on this one woman and a dude can be like i need a hug and be like you better go find your girl to go get you mm-hmm. a hug but i i feel like we need to be able to yeah. hey bro i need a hug right quick boom bro i got you and speaking that, on that if anyone ever needs to talk to anybody, we done gone through it. Me and Sonny have gone through it. Both of us have gone through depressions, and we came out on the other side stronger yep. because of our homeboys. So if you ever need somebody to talk to, hit me up. You can you can straight up message me on Instagram at Sterling Moody. Yep. You can email me, sterlingmoody at gmail.com. 
I will I will talk to you. I will sit down. I will like I, I might not be able to give you my number immediately because I don't know what my phone situation like. You know what I'm saying? It depends on what my struggle might be looking like. Speaking on struggles, right? But I will always have your back. I would never want to see you down bad because I, while I might not be able to give you financial advice or help, I might not be able to give you I anything that will actually increase your situation. But I want you to know that you got somebody in your corner. Somebody told me something one time that I feel like is the, the the dopest way to tell somebody that you like them. She told me, she said, I appreciate what you bring to the universe. And yeah. that is that to me is just like if I could get my all my friends to like that's I appreciate what you bring to the universe. Like I don't feel like this world would be the same kind of place without you. So please exactly. don't take your if, if life takes you out, hey, I gotta deal with that. But you you stay here under your own yeah. you know volition because I, I feel better that you're here. You gotta fight the world, don't fight yourself. Yeah. Um, real quick one so a quick anecdote. My dad used to say that the only way black people would get reparations is if we all uh convinced the social security department that we were crazy. Mm-hmm. And the the so the thing about that is now me and my dad both get a check every month. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> me for PTSD and other stuff and um him because what they don't realize is we actually do get these conditions, the PTSD and everything yeah. from growing up in, in the, the environment that we grow up in. in so please there. find help. They don't think that, you know, something specific has to happen before you need help. No, you grew up in an adverse environment. You grew up in situations that a kid probably shouldn't have seen. Please talk to somebody about it even if it's just to to relate. Please Please make sure you find that help and talk to somebody. And that's that's really what today's message is about. For real. Uh, this has been Nothing but love, man. Nothing but love. Make sure you talk to somebody. This has been F a Podcast. I F-a am podcast. the legendary Sonny G. Sonny with a O, not a U. I'm not a rabbit trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, to my left is my homeboy. Sterling Moody. And where can they find you? You know, you can find me on Instagram at Sterling Moody. Don't forget to hit me up. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at The Trap Buddha or Trap Buddha. You know, it depends on which one comes up. But uh, uh, just, you know. If you need somebody to talk to, we are here at F a Podcast. I'm not going to lie. I'm not always available to talk to. I hate the telephone, but if you message me at some point, I may get back. Yeah, message me. Don't don't <laughs> call me. Message me because I, I got a baby and he might be asleep and then we'll talk and it won't be nice, but I, I got your back. I'm Trap Nerd Sunny on every social media podcast and this has been or every social media outlet and this has been F a Podcast. Y'all F-a be cool. Podcast. Like how y'all be cool. This is the legendary Sonny G, and thank you for tuning in to F a Podcast. You can also go ahead and follow us at Trapner ENT on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can also go to our Patreon if you enjoy what we do and make a donation, patreon.com slash Trapner ENT, and be on the lookout for future events. Sign up for our email list at Trapner ENT at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. Y'all be cool like how y'all be cool.